nothing to be afraid of here. Not a lot of things scare me, but this guy, he scares me. Just something to be proud of. That was the first moment in my One Direction career that I felt ownership in what we were doing. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, March 22nd. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. John Favreau hears your cries loud and clear for more seasons of The Mandalorian, and it sounds like that may not be out of the question. On the new episode of EW's Dagobah Dispatch podcast, which premieres tomorrow, EW's Dalton Ross chats with Favreau and fellow Mandalorian executive producer Dave Filoni, and Dalton wondered, beyond this current season, if we could hope for more. Well, Favreau tells EW in part, quote, I'm having a blast, and I love working with Dave, and I love how the characters develop over time. I also love that there are other stories now being told in that same time period, like Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew. While the creator wouldn't set a definite end date on the show, it doesn't sound like he's in any rush to wrap things up, saying, quote, I really have been enjoying this tremendously, and I love these characters, and I love seeing how they're growing together. I've really enjoyed working with this group of people, and I love collaborating with all these different filmmakers and different storytellers. So, basically, it sounds like as long as Favreau enjoys making The Mandalorian, he'll continue making it. He tells EW he doesn't know, quote, what would make me not enjoy doing it, especially as long as the audience is connecting with these characters. This feels like a really enjoyable moment, and I love this format of telling one chapter at a time and keeping the audience guessing, but also fulfilling certain expectations. Well, here's hoping Favreau and Filoni keep telling this story in a galaxy far, far away, at least for a couple more years. And you can hear that full interview with those two on Dagobah Dispatch. That new episode drops tomorrow wherever you listen to your podcasts. Zachary Levi has some thoughts on why his Shazam sequel, Fury of the Gods, underperformed during its opening weekend where it made $30.1 million, considerably lower than the $53.5 million made by the first film in 2019. In a fan Q&A on Twitter, Levi wrote that the biggest issue with Fury of the Gods was marketing. He also said that while he's not blaming the box office on Zack Snyder fans, he acknowledged that there is a particularly vocal cadre of Snyder devotees online who eagerly root for any other DC project to fail. One Shazam fan tweeted, There is no denying that at the moment there are many Snyder fans who are happy for the failure of your film, and many of them wish that everything that is to come fails just for not continuing with the films of their director. Levi wrote in response, quote, This is also true. Sad, but true. How much that actually affects the box office is anyone's guess. But I think the biggest issue we're having is marketing. This is a perfect family movie, and yet a lot of families aren't aware of that, which is also just a shame. Earlier this week, Shazam! director David F. Sandberg also addressed the response on Twitter, writing that he was surprised by the critical reception. And Paul Grant, the British actor and stuntman who appeared in Star Wars and Harry Potter films, has died after he collapsed in London. He was 56. His daughter Sophie Jane Grant confirmed to Sky News that Grant was pronounced dead Tuesday morning following a collapse outside King's Cross Station last week that left him brain dead. 
The actor appeared as an Ewok in 1983's Star Wars Episode VI Return of the Jedi opposite Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and the late Carrie Fisher. Grant also played a goblin in 1986's Labyrinth, which starred David Bowie and Jennifer Connelly, as well as in 2001's Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. I've got a sinking suspicion that Ross Geller would have really been into today's number three pick. The new animated series Digman stars Andy Samberg as Rip Digman, who, like other archaeologists in the world of this series, is regarded as a huge celebrity. Samberg co-created the series, which also includes the voice talents of Tim Meadows, Melissa Fumero, Mitra Juhari, Tim Robinson, and lots of amazing guest stars. Have a listen to the trailer. The glory, the fame, I yearn for it still. But as we all know, legends are rarely real. It's been 12 years since Rip Digman was fired by the Smithsonian. You have to wonder what Rip is even up to these days. I mean, my guess, he's just sitting at home jacking off. Somebody once told me my whole life is going on digs. You should start dating again. The only dating I'm interested in is carbon dating. The world is gonna roll me. I know how you can become an Arky again and bring me as your assistant Arky. No one's clocked you, pun absolutely intended. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. We're off the hook, and we'll never have to think about the questions they were raising or ponder the ethics of what we're doing ever again. Power slide! Well, we're dead. these blue lines. Oh, I see. Those are letters. They're not flying! I can hear their tiny brittle bones beneath my feet! Oh, but I think I just curved one! Now is not the time for jokes! I didn't say anything! I know! I'm just saying that now would be an inappropriate time to crack wise because our lives are in danger! I'm a goddamn marquee. And me. Sorry, who are you? I'm Snurdly Tootbottom. Oh. <laughs> so, you kill people? Truth be told, this was my first time. I'm actually having having a little trouble with it. Oh my god, what have I done? He had a mother saltine! Oh shit, I'm in a boot. Oh. Hopefully this is an animated series you really dig. Dig Man debuts tonight at 10.30 on Comedy Central. Trivia. It's trivia time. Louis Tomlinson's new documentary, All of Those Voices, is in theaters today. More on that in just a few. Now, he was, of course, famously part of the boy band One Direction, which broke countless records and sold out stadiums on their global tours. All of that after getting their start on which popular UK talent competition series? The X Factor. Britain's Got Talent. 
or Pop Idol? Stick around for the answer. It's time to howl at the moon for our next pick, the new episode of True Lies. Matthew Lillard is guest starring on tonight's episode as The Wolf, a contract assassin the Omega Sector team hired. He's swift, sly, and takes no mercy, perfect for the team after a global emergency unfolds on live TV. Here is a preview. Something's outside. Not a lot of things scare me, but this guy, he scares me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Scooby-Doo and Scream fans alike will not want to miss tonight's new episode of True Lies starting at 10 o'clock on CBS. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Emily Browning stars in the new series Class of 07, all episodes of which are streaming now on Prime Video. The show centers on a group of women who return to their high school for their 10-year reunion, only for it to be ruined by a tidal wave. Now the group has to get along in order to survive. We presented her with a less stressful situation, hopefully, when we asked, Emily Browning, what you watching? My first recommendation is a British show on HBO Max that I think has been really slept on. It's called I Hate Susie, uh, and it's about a former teen star played by Billy Piper who just gives a completely unbelievable performance in this show. She's just wildly compelling to watch and just incredible. Um, So she's... When we meet her, she's in her 40s and her career is kind of flailing and uh, then she has a, a nude photo scandal that kind of upends her her life and sort of shatters her already, you know, tenuous connection to reality. Um, I mean, it's quite panic-inducing, but it's also very funny and very clever and dark and it's just a really interesting exploration of narcissism and uh stardom and just being a woman in the public eye which is something that I'm really I don't know interested in watching at the moment I feel like we're kind of as a culture we're sort of reassessing the way that we treat women in the spotlight so yeah it's super interesting to me also just messy women I love to watch messy women on tv which leads me to my next recommendation uh it is a little film called Give Me Pity. Um, It just came out recently. It stars Sophie von Hasselberg, who is particularly in this role just a dead ringer for her mother, Bette Midler, which is a very much positive thing in my opinion. Um, It's about 
an 80s TV special. Um, her character is, is, a, is a sort of TV star and she's doing a variety special and it quickly devolves into just a paranoid fever dream about a woman kind of ripping herself open for her audience's consumption. Um, so that and I Hate Susie are definitely a good a good pairing. I guess I'm just, I'm really interested in women publicly melting down at the moment. Louis Tomlinson is tuning out all the voices that say he's not good enough in today's number one pick. The singer-songwriter is vulnerable as ever in his new documentary, which documents his career in life from One Direction's final performance in 2015 to the death of his mother and sister the following year to his first solo tour getting interrupted by COVID to the release of his latest album, Faith in the Future. Through interviews with Louis, his grandparents, sisters, best friends, vocal coach, and more, a portrait of the artist is painted to take us inside the world of one of today's biggest global stars. Louis shares how difficult it was for him to find his own voice after One Direction dissolved and how he gets himself back up after each punch thrown at him in honor of his late mom. The doc also includes plenty of behind-the-scenes footage from his biggest gigs and a few peeks at meetups with his former bandmates. Let's take a listen to the preview. And and it had always been in my mind that it'd be cool if we weren't just the standard boy band who just got given songs and just sang them. Like, maybe we should be writing our own songs. Thoughts I could feel like this stuff bubbling for us and I could see that we got people's attention. I realised that we might be able to make a few of our own decisions. And that was the first moment in my One Direction career that I felt ownership in what we were doing. It almost felt more powerful than I, than I might have felt had I sang that verse on that single back in the day. And all of a sudden I felt in control again. And that's what the first two and a half years, I just felt like I wasn't in control of myself and certainly not necessarily had an influence on the band. When I think about how proud I am of One Direction, I think of us as a collective. But if I think about what makes me the most proud as me as an individual in that band, it's definitely having the most writing credits. That that makes me feel, you know, important to the band. And that's all I ever wanted when I was a young lad. Louis Tomlinson, All Those Voices, is now playing in select theaters. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. On which UK talent competition did One Direction get their start? The X Factor, Britain's Got Talent, or Pop Idol? Well, those guys had the X Factor. Judge Simon Cowell saw potential in five boys, Harry Styles, Liam Payne, Niall Horan, Zayn Malik, and Louie, who auditioned individually for the show, but it was actually Judge Nicole Scherzinger who suggested putting them into a group together. And thus, One Direction was born. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and 
at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, Ashley Boucher, Jared Hall, and EW staff. Edited by Sammy Junio. Produced by Ashley Boucher. Hosted and produced by Jared Hall. And executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch. <laughs>